Welcome back, everybody, to our Let's Talk Green County program presented today by Fouch Agri-Service in downtown Grand Junction. This is Coltrane Carlson, and our guest today is the Jefferson City Administrator, Mike Palmer, joining us once again. So thank you very much, Mike, for coming on. Well, good morning, Coltrane. And uh, good news for the city of Jefferson. You've picked out your new golf course clubhouse manager. Tell us about who was hired at the city council meeting and a little bit about that person. Well, our, our new person is uh, Joe Foote. He's comes to us a younger man. He moved to town with his wife. His wife teaches at the school. He really fits the bill well. He has a lot of golf course experience, running golf courses, knowing the operations of it. We had several very good candidates apply, which is extremely encouraging. It was a nice problem to have that we had choices to make. And Joe definitely fits the bill. And we're really happy to have him on board. He'll start March 1st. It's for eight months at a time. And that's what we typically hire for for the season. You know, we wish him all the luck. I think he'll do a very good job. And then uh, jumping off from there, one aspect also that the city council did approve was awarding a bid, albeit there was only one bid for them to award, and that was for the City Hall Entryway Project that's going to be taking place later this year. Tell us who that winning bid was, Mike, and how much that was for. We only got one bid, but we did bid it last year. We only got one bid. So we we waited one more season, and it did pay off because this bid was about $30,000 less than it was last year. But it's uh, Tallgrass, the name of the construction company. They'll be coming in hopefully right right to begin when things start to thaw out. We're pretty excited about this because the front entryway definitely needs some help. The stairs are deteriorated. We need better accessibility to it. It'll be a complete redo of the front, the entire sidewalk from the alleyway all the way out to Washington Street. And the sidewalk and the curb will all be replaced. It's going to be a very, very nice, inviting look. How much was the bid for again? It was about $108,000 for this. So it was a little over what the engineer had originally estimated, but given the times and the inflation, cost of everything going up, it was well within within the uh, comfort level. With this particular project, Mike, where does the funding come from for this? And will residents have to use an alternate way of getting into your building? The funding comes from the, the city did a bond issue, I believe it was maybe 2018, 2019, for some different improvements on City Hall and the surrounding areas. This is the final money out of that. Yes, there will probably be some disruption, certainly, for getting into City Hall, but we can make access through the through the rear door. People wanting to drop off payments can still drop them off in the alley just as a drive-through. We don't anticipate a, a really long time of inconvenience, but we'll certainly make it accessible to get to City Hall. All right, and then another aspect, too, is that the city council not only approved the first reading of an ordinance, but waived the second and third reading for final adoption of an ordinance to create an animal shelter board. Give us a little bit of the details about what this board makeup is, Mike, as well as maybe some of their respons- their main responsibilities that people should know about. Well, the board will be made up of uh, seven members. The members are all the way from a county representative to a PAWS representative. There'll be a, a veterinarian that we want to have on there, a couple at large people, and then one city council. Their responsibilities will mainly be very similar to a park and rec board. They'll look at uh, different policies, fee schedules, the operation of, of the facility, anything that would have anything to do with finance, go right to the city council for final approval. It's 
going to be a very important part of the animal shelter. I think it can get a lot a lot of things accomplished. It's with this new facility, it's going to take some different policies and things that we need to have in place, especially like on fee schedules, how many animals we're going to take in, how long they're going to stay there. It's part of the whole process that was put together when this facility was initiated. And why uh, include somebody from law enforcement to be on your board? I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, the law enforcement, they're probably one of the key players is because they're the ones who bring in animals after hours. They have to have access to it. There has to be a cage open all the time for them. Definitely during this process, have gotten their feedback, what would work for them. You know, it's, it's come down recently, too, that rather than a system of having a key to open the door, it'll now be an electronic type of uh, monitoring where somebody can just put up and put their tag, like on a hospital. You just flash your tag in front of it and it'll open the door. That's going to be very important, especially for law enforcement. They're trying to handle an animal and then unlock a door. This will be much, much better way to get in. And, and it's a lot more secure overall as, as different people are hired and volunteers come in. There was a lot more security with it. Would they have control over the budget or would they have to just make recommendations to impact that budget that would be handled by the city? How does that work? They would be actually put their own budget together and then present it as part of the city's budget. Uh, they go through our same process. That's what all of our other departments do. They're the boots on the ground that really know what they need out there. And uh, give us some of the other highlights that were presented during the budget workshop at the city council meeting. Several of them were on, on just the revenues. We focused a lot on what our tax rate, why the tax rate increases because our valuations have, have gone down due to rollbacks. So it's going to be an ongoing issue that if the valuations keep declining, it has a direct relationship to where the tax rate has to go up. Just kind of a nutshell on that one. There weren't a whole lot of other items we were pointing out because as was stated right up front, committees and boards and staff, council people, they work on this all year. So probably a better name for it. it's almost just a, a budget presentation rather than a workshop because at, by this point there's really very few questions although the uh, finance committee will take one last look at it just to just to make sure to see if anything's changed but other than that I think it went it went very very well and as far as the actual tax levy because you did kind of bring that up can you tell us what is anticipated going into next fiscal year and a little bit of that breakdown between the overall general fund levy versus the debt service levy because those are the two main components that put together the overall tax levy for residents. It is and where I mentioned is our basic general fund tax levy did go up 13.34 but the debt service levy has been going down meaning we're paying off more debt so we're able to hold our hold the line pretty well on our overall all overall rate. How much longer we can do that? You know, it's 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 a guess, and we're we're getting our debt levy down pretty low now, which which is a good thing. But we want to make sure we have plenty of room on that. But you know, I'd look for the state to maybe address this uh, how valuations are calculated because it's it's going to be a burden on all communities uh, how it's structured now. And that's the Jefferson City Administrator Mike Palmer joining us once again for today's Let's Talk Green County program brought to us today by Fouch Agri-Service in downtown Grand Junction, your channel Seedsman. We'll be right back with more here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. <music> 